minutes or so, which will be heavily focused on, hey, the commanders are back in the news. It's too good can't not even, to talk can't about. Can't even keep track of it anymore. All right, so Rick Carlisle and his Indiana Pacers. Or Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle, as Mark Jones would say, are in the building tonight. And you know what's weird is I had completely forgot that he had COVID last time uh, and missed the game because we brought this up about a different player last week or something and said, do you think Rick will get a tribute? And someone uh, emailed me and said, they did the tribute when he was here last time. I was at the game. So either that guy's having serious Mandela effect or something else is is confusing here. So, so he was out in December of 2010, or excuse me, 2021. Right, then the Big Tim McMahon article dropped later that week, and he hasn't been back since throughout all of twenty two. And I, don't... I kind of feel like I remember the video tribute. But... Okay, maybe I'm wrong, but in any case, they're in the building tonight. He's a he's a Mavs legend. He's a Mavs luminary. Brought them their only title, and uh, we wanted to relive some of his finer moments that occurred <laughs> mostly here on the ticket. They've definitely all been replayed a lot here on the ticket. Within the Cumulus family, let's just say that. And for sure with Sean Bass here, as once upon a time when White Elephant Day had a different format, when it was still the BCS. Is it 08? No, you, no, no. You this would was, know better than uh than No, this I was would. twenty uh, yeah, twenty ten. This was the title year. Twenty ten to twenty eleven. This was December twenty ten. Okay. I'll trust you on that. Yeah. And I hate how the audio cuts off at the end, but I it's know. I know. I would love to hear how things unfolded right after that. I can tell you. Normal. There was 10 more minutes. It was fine. He was kind of nice. Well, people but what people I, don't no, remember no. that. I think what you're not, uh, what, what we're saying is I want to know how, I want to know what came out of your mouth next after, you know what, no, 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 no. Well, you talk about the depth on this team, and it seems like at the point, obviously winning 10 straight, you're, you're in a good way, but it seems like guys are starting to, I guess, find comfort in their roles. Deshaun Stevenson, I think, has started 15, 16 straight games now. Sean Marion has been very productive off the bench. Jed is himself. Uh, Brendan Haywood has been, uh, I would say, very good over the last handful of games. And uh, Do you worry, though, when Roddy B gets back that you know, you're know you going to have to maybe change up some of this chemistry that you've already established? No. Now I uh, and I say you were going to say and I say and that, I say that yeah and then you probably got the car back on the road a little bit oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah now I, uh, we were, we, were I, we were fast pals after that Jake guys such a d oh just wait yeah I know, it gets better you're going to have to maybe change up some of this chemistry oh that you've already established no no now I uh, and, I, and I say now I and I when I suck right is that it. So the second one I'd like to do, Blake, is uh, the first time that 10 to noon had Rick Carlisle on once Donovan had been added to the show. I don't think Rick was real fired up to have to talk to two people instead of one. He knew Norm personally, probably done a bunch of Normathons or charity stuff. He was fresh calling, uh, fresh off calling Saroy an idiot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now here comes Donovan and strategically, and I promise you this, they decided to have Donovan ask the first question so they could sort of establish any sort of rapport that would be uh, established. There was no rapport established. Well, congratulations, Coach, again, making the playoffs. It was a uh, crazy year. 
I uh, do kind of want to go back to the Sacramento game where things kind of turned defensively. Was it the th- one where you just had to sit there and go, okay, we're not going to survive if this thing continues to go like like this? Is this your show or is this Norm's show? It's, it's both of our shows. It was, it was leading this whole thing. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to take the lead right now. Is that okay? I, I was told I was talking to Norm today. <laughs> they didn't mention me at all? No. Well, I can go home then, right? You can, yeah, sure. All right, all right. I'll let you talk to Norm. Just forget the question I even asked. I'll let you talk to Norm. Uh, listen, I, I, you know, the, the, the Sacramento game was ugly. <sighs> just Norm. be a normal dude. Norm just sitting there between the two of them laughing. Norm loved it. Norm loved it. Slapping his knee. So (laughs) what Donovan was doing there, though, was just simply carrying on a 10 to noon tradition with Norm of having absolutely no chemistry with Rick Carlisle. Here for his Wednesday visit is Rick Carlisle. Good morning. Hey, Norm. How are you? Good, good. Congratulations on a key win last night. Yeah, thanks. You don't sound as excited as I thought you'd be. Yeah, I said thanks. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, we were at the game last night. <laughs> the c- cough into the phone. Okay, yeah. I have a question about Norm's diffusing tactic of just laughing. <laughs> so next time you're getting into it with the misses at home, what if you just start Norm cackling to try to diffuse the situation? Do you think that, that usually works? works? Or would that exacerbate things? I, it doesn't work, and I know that because I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> you think your interview is off to a good start? Hey, Norm, how are you? Hey, how are you? Yeah, thanks. Okay, yeah, so they were here uh, last year in January. So they actually have done Okay, so he's okay. He's been here. Yeah, yeah thanks. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. The game where he missed because of uh, COVID was a home game for Indy. And that's what okay. sort of delayed the the uh, Tim McMahon expose. So, of the three you just heard, I'm not sure that he was ever a bigger jerk in a single instance than he was to the actual Mavs radio play-by, play-by-play guy who interviewed him before every single game. This was not a, like random hit that he did on a station that he wasn't on that often he saw chuck probably every day yeah and decided that this was the day where he wanted to shove chuck cooperstein into a locker in a lot of ways for for three quarters i'm sure you were pretty happy you hold the team to 34 percent shooting and hold them down to what 66 points or so the fourth quarter though i guess kind of shows it's it's never totally complete there's always something that you have to work on and try to get better to try to put together that that meaningful 48 minutes that everybody wants to see (laughs) hey listen we won the game (laughs) dude god why Why? coops just trying to like you know okay laugh at himself a little bit because he knew it was a long i don't want to preface this with in in all fairness but coop was laughing yeah and you're probably right. He's laughing because I remember Tracy Wolfson in a post game this year with Patrick Mahomes. It might have been the AFC Championship game. Asked an extremely long question, and it was going nowhere. And it was not totally her fault because Travis Kelsey was coming by and Chris Jones was coming by. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of the question, she just started laughing. The difference was she was talking to a, a nice person. <laughs> play, play that one one more time. In a lot of ways, for for three quarters, I'm sure you were pretty happy. You hold the team to 34% shooting and hold them down to, what, 66 points or so. The fourth quarter, though, I guess kind of shows. All right, it, we're struggling right it's here. It's never 
totally complete. There's always something that you have to work on and try to get better to try to put together that that meaningful 48 minutes that everybody wants to see. <laughs> hey, listen, we won the game. Dude. Uh, so, didn't he have to apologize for that? Yeah. I don't know if he had to, but I, I know think, I think he, I know did. That he did. Well, the next time, yeah, he was next time he was on the air with Coop. <laughs> public apology occurred. Okay, yeah. so I, I'm a I'm a spare compared to Coop, but having to do these interviews with a coach. As the game is over, is tough. Because you don't have time to sit there and prepare your questions. And Chuck starts this sentence with like, okay, I have some info, and maybe I'll find a question whenever I get halfway through the sentence. This is before This is pregame. Was it pregame? Yeah, they do this for every game. Jeez. Uh, whoever, you know. So he's not I, even mad at the game yet. No, they're talking about the last game, which they won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Coop is just presenting some, some stats and some narrative about how it could have gone differently oh, there. Sorry, Coop. <laughs> that's that's such a good drop. Okay, our last one. This is interesting because I believe wait we don't have Norm and Donnie radio games. Oh no, we didn't do no. Oh. Yeah, we have we have time for five. Okay. Uh, so our last one here did not actually occur on the air. It might have occurred during a post game show when we would air Rick. Yes, this occurred. Uh, I want to say during Dry Dock. So I believe. Uh, Sean and I were in, and we were the people who played this, and then it never really got full traction because it was happening, you know, during dry dock. Not till the musers caught wind of it when they got back. And strangely, the way that he answers this question much nicer than the way that he treated Sean, Donovan, Norm, or Coop, <laughs> despite the fact that this woman, I can promise you, does not remember asking these questions. It was a tough night because the open shots we did have, you know, we were we were struggling to get them in, and. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was tough stopping them. Why? Sorry. Why? Why? Well, when you're not scoring and you're not able to set your defense, you're you're at a disadvantage. And uh, you know, they- should we stop there? He answers the question. He answers the question. And and from what I gather, obviously, this is not a member of the media. This is a a person who probably was a season ticket holder of some very, very high regard. They're in the bowels of the AAC, and they she basically stumbled into the back yeah, of, her, wandered in. of her Rick Carlisle press conference and thought, I don't know, I'm here. Saw a wow. bunch of people walking through a door, so she follows right in. Yeah, he's he's saying stuff. I just watched him lose, and I want to know why. Why? You know, it, was, uh, it was tough stopping them. Why? Sorry? Why? Why? Well, when you're not scoring and you're not able to set your defense, you're you're at a disadvantage. And uh, you know they did they did a good job, and and you know we had our struggles. Would you say it's that not like you did play a great game. You played a great game. You Can we take? Uh, we got we got his. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on back there. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. See, but that's what it is. Is he knows? I can feel Scott Tomlin Scott sweating. Got, he's yeah. got the hook. <laughs> <laughs> but but Rick knows, uh, company man. I can't just chew this lady out right here. Now, if it's Sean, Norm, Donnie, or Coop, I am the king of the castle, and I can just look down upon them. But if it's <laughs> you know, but if it's Brad Dallas Townsend, as, lady, yeah. Then, if it's Brad Townsend in there drunk saying. Why? He rips him. <laughs> or even sober. Yeah, but it's Why? some hot. Yeah. Like, oh, well, uh, let me try to explain basketball. Well, we didn't set our defense, sugar. I don't know. <laughs> sure. 